0: the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Mr. Rod Kate. Rod is an attorney, but even more interesting than that, he's got a story that teaches us something. It's been a while, Rod, since uh, that life-changing event that you experienced as a young man. Um, that left you with some paralysis and has taught you a lot about life. Is that fair to say?
1: That that is fair to say. It's been it's been it's been actually it's been so long ago it's hard to remember what it was like to be physically normal. And you've got a new normal. That might be fair too. Oh yeah, I've been but I've been living with this new normal now since. Oh, I guess 1981. So this new normal is really just a normal for me. I, I was
0: going to say the year started with a nineteen that had an eight in it, but only barely. Yeah. yeah. So we were just out of the seventies when this happened to you. Um, tell us a little bit, Rod, about what your story is, what 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 the context is, and then we'll build from that into uh, extracting some principle.
1: Sure. Well, Dr. Paul, back in all right, 1981, I'm 15 years old. I just finished the ninth grade and I'm going in. I'm, it's the summertime. It's August going into high school. I, I lived in North Carolina at the time and um, I was a very good athlete, you know, did very well. And I just finished a, my junior high career, played football, basketball, baseball, ran track, kind of did everything. And so right before school starts, um, it's August 81, um, whoever's trying out for the football team, we lived on campus for a week. We did what was called football camp. Um, so we're up there for a week. The the week culminates with the we have our inter squad scrimmage, which we're you know we're all dressed out like a real game. The whole town's there. It's a it's a big deal. Um, and during the inter squad scrimmage, and um, you know I was I was fortunate as I was a rising sophomore. Uh, one of the two players that actually made the varsity team, and I was the starting free safety coming in as a as a 10th grader. Um, and, uh, right, you know, so during the inter-squad scrimmage, actually was the first play. I was playing free safety, pass coming across the middle. I, I saw I could not intercept it, so I was going to um, hit this guy as hard as I could, you know, to make sure he didn't catch the ball. You know, here I am, kind of 15 years old. The, the guy I hit is – I was 6'3", six, six, weighed about 260. Uh-huh. I'm six feet, maybe 160. I mean, this guy went on to play football at Wake Forest. And so I did hit him hard, and I was successful in separating him from the ball. But unfortunately, when I hit him, I lowered my head too much. And I hit him kind of in the top of his thigh with the crown of my helmet. And when I did it, I shattered two vertebrae in my neck and badly damaged my spinal cord which left me paralyzed from the neck down um, at that point. Wow. We've heard these stories before,
0: Rod. In fact, you make a point of this in your book, that there's, there's inspiring stories where somebody encounters a tragic event, like you did, at the age of 15. You're just young and fresh, and you got your whole life ahead of you, and then boom, in just a moment, everything changes. And, and these inspiring stories typically have people, you know, struggling through the difficulty and you have that right. and adjusting and adapting and overcoming challenges. And you did that. And then rising on to be an astronaut or the president of the United States or the king of the world. And you did that too, only in a quieter way, maybe because Overcoming these adversities, I think, what if if you could just reclaim your life? Wouldn't that be great enough, grand enough? And I think it is. I mean, there's something inspiring in that. In your book, I I mentioned your book. It's called Get Back Up by Rod Kate. Get Back Up because this took you down, didn't it?
1: Uh Oh, it did. I, I mean, this was... This was, you know, you talk about a life changing experience. I mean, you know, here I am, 15 years old, and you know, I'm excited about high school. I mean, I'm I'm coming in, you know, I'm coming in as kind of the big man on campus who hadn't even been there. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I I have been a very good athlete, and there was some excitement leading into it. And then, you know, in a, in a blink of an eye, it all changes. You know, it, it goes from wow, look at this great life I'm getting ready to to get into to you can't even move now. And, um, you know, it's, it's so everything's changed. And, and like what you said about recapture your life, that is, um, I mean, that, that's, that's when I think about what I've been through and what I've been able to accomplish, it is recapturing my life because, you know, I, I was fortunate. I, I didn't sever my spinal cord. It was badly bruised. I remained completely paralyzed from the neck down for probably a month. Things started coming back, you know, serious rehab for two or three months. And then I'm back at school. I'm back at school. When I get back to school, I'm I'm actually walking. I'm walking with forearm crutches to get back. Um, And then after, you know, doing that for a while, I get better and better. And I'm like, I walk with a cane today. Although, I mean, you can, you would have no, there's, there's, no doubt that you would see by watching me walk that I have severe paralysis, you know, still, but I get, I get to where I need to go. Um, but the big thing with the, that I think that I, my biggest accomplishment is plugging back in. It's getting back in. I, you know, I went to high school, you know, I graduated valedictorian when I graduated, went on to Davidson college, graduated Phi beta Kappa, went to UNC, um, of college, got my law degree and my master's in business. And I've been a lawyer for 28 years. I've got a wife. I've got three kids that are grown. My big accomplishment is that I've gotten, I've, I've lived a normal life. Um, not that, and it's, and to me, it has been pretty extraordinary, not normal. But it, but, but that's the, that's the, I guess that's my takeaway is, 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 is plugging back in, you know, get, getting back and living your life.
0: That's the key, right there. It, when things happen, I'm not saying if Rod. I'm saying when things happen, and they will, right? Oh yeah, it's just a, it's
1: just a, it's just whatever the degree is.
0: Yes, and the nature of it will be different from person to person or from group to group. But stuff happens, and when it happens, we are faced with a choice. And I, in my book, I, I talk about how it really boils down to two determinant paradigms. There's the victim paradigm and there's the agent paradigm. I call it agent. Uh, It could be hero. It could be positivity. You can pick a word, but it has to do with, okay, here's my package in life. Now what? Now what? Am I giving up? Am I going to curl up in the corner in fetal position or do I, find a way to reclaim and rebuild and create my life from this point moving forward. Right. And I see that's what you've done. You've had some experience with that. Rod, can you help us to see what it was for you? And maybe this is a general principle that can be applied to other people as well. But what was it for you that helped the lights to go on so that you could actually make those choices?
1: Well, you know, and this is weird because, well, you know, one thing this happened, as you pointed out, when I was 15 years old and, and I tell you, I don't think the 15 year old brain can really handle a lot of what was happening. You know, I think if this would, would, have, I thought it would have been 30 when this happened, um, there might have been more of a thought process in it. For me, it wasn't that I was even, it wasn't that I was thinking which way I want to go with this. It was that this is the way I'm going to go with this. Um, you know, it was that I'm not. You know, it was once I started getting some movement back, then I once I started actually get. You know, I, I'll never forget the first day I got out of the wheelchair had these long metal braces on to to walk, and it. So it wasn't. I really didn't make the choice, the victim versus the agent. I, I just, to me, there was no choice. It was I was going to be the agent, and. And that's what I did, and I just kept, kept going. And I, think, I think having my, my parents, you know, just the way I was, was raised up until that point, yeah. Th- yeah. That's, that's probably what it was.
0: That's what occurred to me as you shared that, Rod. You were already programmed. When you said it wasn't a choice, here's the thing. Until you see it as a choice, it's not. And I think that goes both directions because there are some people who are programmed with more of that victim mindset. Kind of like, why me? Oh, crap. My life sucks now and has to suck forever. As opposed to, you said your parents raised you in a way that had you naturally thinking, well, of course, this is what I'm going to do. It wasn't even a cognitive process for you. It's what you do when stuff happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Well, it's just like, for instance, when, when I was finally discharged from the rehab center, from the from the day I broke my neck through discharge, it was about three and a half months. So here I am, you know, 15 years old. The the first day I actually stepped foot on campus at my high school as an actual student was the Monday after the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, that, that's that's when that was. But well, I remember when I got discharged, you know, I, I'm walking down the hall in the rehab center. My mom went and pulled the car around. I've got the forearm crutches. And I go and you talk about some of this, just really anticlimactic. We, we had no, I mean, there was no huge party, no celebration. Um, and, and this is why it's important, I think. And this goes with what you're saying is that the mindset of my parents was, I mean, now, this is great. We expected you to walk again. But now, now it starts. Now it's time to plug in. And so let, let's move forward. Wow.
0: I, I do a lot of parent Coaching, And what you're sharing here, Rod, is so powerful because your parents, thankfully, had programmed you with a mindset that allowed you to move through this very difficult challenge in your life, almost as if it was just the next
1: thing. Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, you're you're right. The next thing, but unfortunately, it was. This was a bad thing, but but you're right. It's that you know we expect that you're going to get over this physically, Um, and whatever you want to accomplish in life, none of that's been changed. I mean, the opportunities are no different. You know, I probably I was probably a good enough athlete to maybe go on and play in college and Maybe at the small school level, I was not ever going to be an NFL player. So that that wasn't something that was taken away from me. That was never going to happen anyway. I was, <laughs> I, I never never thought that that was going to happen. But and so what I wanted to do in life, nothing nothing changed. Um, I mean, nothing was taken away where it prevented me from from doing that uh, as far as career wise. So so it just you know. Get going, man. Well, there's some powerful
0: principles there. As we get back from this break, Rod, I'd like to dig into some of the other things that you've learned from this experience. Folks, this is Rod Kate at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. drpauljenkins.com Rod Kate, joining me today at Live On Purpose Radio. Rod, I'm enjoying this conversation for a number of reasons. And I have to tell you, I've been podcasting since 2007. And that's, that's before it was even really a thing. Uh, I've interviewed a lot of people. And there are some common themes that come up. And, and I've noticed that we don't often get to choose what happens to us. Some things just happen. Right? And surprise, right? It's not how I thought my life would go, but this is what I've been dealt can you speak to that for just a minute? Because I don't think you signed up for this. I think it's just what showed up for you, right? Well,
1: I, well I, in mine, you're right. I didn't sign up for this. But I think most people's lives do not turn out the way they plan them, first of all.
0: That's probably a safe statement. <laughs> yes.
1: And so that, that's, the, that's the first thing. Um, but but I, to me, the, the big part of it is... It's you know. All right, so this is the hand you're dealt. So what are you going to do? You you know, it's you know. There's times I you know I would have loved to have continued being an athlete. I would have loved to you know just have fun and you know going out on the weekends and um, you know shooting basketball, throwing the football around. But but that wasn't part of my life that was going to 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 stay. But you know, to me, it's all about realizing all right this is regardless of the hand you're dealt you have one life and this is it what are you going to do with it you know do you want to you know you got to figure out to me it's always it's, it's kind of figuring out what you're passionate about in life what what drives you what excites you yeah. what do you want to do um and and, it, and everybody's are different Every, whatever what people want out of life regardless of what if you have a physical disability or mental disability whatever you got you still need to figure out what it is you want to accomplish out of life and figure it out, go with what you're passionate about and then just do it.
0: You've got one life Mm -hmm. and you can spend that life wishing that you had another one. Or
1: (laughs) I think, what was the phrase you used, Rod? Is it plug in, well, yeah, I was, I mean, that's, that was it. You, you know, you got to plug, you know, this is what, all right. If you, 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 you have some adversity, you know, th- this is what happened. Um, you either gonna, you know, wallow in it or you're going to plug in and, and, you know, you're going to work the rest of your life or, I mean, do what you want to do, figure it out. Got to plug, got to plug back in. I, I think plug in to me means join in, be, become, you know, yeah. be part of your life. And decide what you want to do versus kind of playing the victim. And I think the victim doesn't plug in. I think the victim stays by him or himself and kind of wallows in self-pity. Plugging in means joining the rest of, of, of life, the rest of the world.
0: You said earlier, Rod, that you you deal – you play with the hand you're dealt, Right. And, and using kind of a game analogy, if we're setting if, – if life is this game and we get dealt a hand, your goal doesn't change. You still want to play to win, right. regardless of whatever hand you're dealt. And then the hand simply becomes the context. Mm-hmm. So if your job – if your objective is to have a – you use the word normal life um, – and what the heck is that anyway, right? right? Uh, if your objective is to have a normal life and then boom, you, you take a hit and now you've got a spinal cord injury and some paralysis that you're dealing with, your goal didn't change. Right. The context changed.
1: Yeah.
0: Now you get to do it with this particular hand that you've been dealt.
1: Right. And, you know, other than, I mean, you know, like for instance, Part of what I do as a lawyer is I, I try cases. And um, even though it might, you, you know, so I have to do some things other lawyers don't have to think about, like before a case comes, like making sure when I get there, I, 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 I see where the tables are set and there's cords around to make sure when I, when I go up to the podium to address the jury, I don't trip over a cord, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. I, I've got a little more planning to do. It's going to take me a little longer to get to the courthouse. Um, you know stuff like I got to make sure that you know I've got my shoes broken in just right that they they can't be too old with a hole in them but they can't be brand new because they're hard it's hard for me to walk in brand new shoes that kind of stuff I mean there's some things that there's just more things that I've got to do um, or prepare for before I, I do my work but I still but once I get in the courtroom and once I'm there in front of the jury It's no different than than any other lawyer trial case.
0: You're just doing your job.
1: Exactly. It just takes me a little. I I might have to use a little more effort to get to where you know where other people may not have to do that, but um, it's it's not that difficult.
0: That is one of the important parts of this this paradigm that we were talking about earlier with the victim and the agent. See, a victim would say, "I can't." because you know unless those five reasons why they can't it what i'm hearing from you rod is completely different it's like, oh well it's going to take a little longer i'll have to do it differently what if we were to look at it as how can i instead of i can't because yeah. that's a whole mind shift but it changes the
1: game don't you think yeah it, it does change the game, but like you said it doesn't change the goal right the goal's the same but but you just made about about when you play the game it, you just you have to maybe do a few different things
0: It reminds me of team building exercises where have you been in these experiences before where you know you come together and there's a, a trainer or a facilitator and they say okay You're going to build a tower as a team. And everybody's like, okay, we can do this, right? And then he says, but you have to do it blindfolded (laughs) or whatever, you know. They throw this challenge at you. It doesn't mean you can't do it. It means you get to do it in this context. It's going to challenge you. It's going to stretch you. And you're you're often better for the stretching. Right. I, I'm wondering, is this too bold of a question, Rod? Are you better for the stretching?
1: I think I've – well, I, I have to answer that question, yes. Because <laughs> I don't think, cause unless you're pushed, you know, you, you – you, you, I think you build character by the challenges that, that you face and overcome. Um, so, I, yes, I, I am a I think when things come easy, things always came easy to me um, athletically I and mean, even academically. I, it's not like after I broke my neck, I, I all of a sudden became a scholar. I was always pretty smart. But but um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's I tell you what, it's made me a a lot tougher of a person because there's I don't feel like there's very much that can come my way that I cannot handle.
0: You've learned that
1: from your experiences. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, when you, when you, well, like. I mean, every day, and I don't think about it like this all every day, but I mean, it, it's, I mean, I struggle physically every day. I mean, getting into the office, I mean, it's um, and I tell you getting older, I mean, I'm 54 now when I was 25 or 30, um, I was walking a lot better than I am now. I mean, I would even, gosh, when my kids were little, I'd suck it up. We'd go to Disney, and I'd, I refused to get in a wheelchair. I, I, I hoofed it around those parks. I mean, wow! I would, after about a three day stint down there, I'd, I, I would look forward to the eight hour drive back just because so I could sit down.
0: You could sit. Uh,
1: but um, so you know, it, but you know, getting older, things just get tougher. It's, it's more of a struggle now than it was. Um, f- physically for me, but, you know, you just keep going, you know, it, it's that's the way it is.
0: Yeah. Rod, I'm, I'm feeling inspired. And I don't know if that's what you came to do is inspire Dr. Paul today, but um, it's a reminder of things that I've known, of things that I understand. You and I are the same age. My, my twin sister's 54. Okay, oh, Just saying. But anyway, um, as life happens to us, we get to take the materials that life gives us and build something. And it, it strikes me that you've taken what life has handed you and created something that you can feel good about. This, this life, you labeled it a normal life, it feels almost like an extraordinary
1: life. Well, I think when I label it a normal life, I just mean I get I get to do the thing I, by by not quitting. I've been able to do things that someone without a physical disability can do. I do agree with you right. I, internally. Although I wouldn't, I mean, I'll say this on your podcast, but I don't go around telling everybody what an extraordinary life I've got. Although internally, I do believe I, I have one. <laughs>
0: it shows it shows in your face it shows in your energy yeah. that you're not simply enduring this challenging life you're living a life worth living yeah. Yeah. there's a difference
1: yeah. and that's a great way to put it i mean that, i mean i think there are people that just endure it's like, yeah. well, it's like it's like the people that you know. Man, I can't. They endure Monday through Friday, for, and they can't wait for the weekend. And then Monday starts. And it's like ah, yeah, we're back on Monday. Man. Um, well, that's the endure. I mean, that's not the really. You don't really want to live your life just for Saturday and Sunday. Um, kind of the same way.
0: You know, something right at the end of your book caught my attention. You closed with this this thought. It's it's from some of my favorite philosophical characters. Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, <laughs> and what the part? Can I just share this real quick? Yeah, yes. Uh, you said as you closed out your book here, I'll leave you with my favorite quote from A. A. Milne, who is the author of of Winnie the Pooh. What day is it? It's today, squeaked Piglet. My favorite day, said Pooh. <laughs> that you know, that's it, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I thought I mean that that and those those three lines, I think um it, it kind of wraps up kind of every you know every, what, what kind of what I'm yeah. all about. Well, I
0: appreciate that you were willing to come and share some of your story with us here today at Live On Burps Radio. Rod, how can people connect you? You've got this book, get back up. Um I imagine they can find that either on your website
1: or Amazon. Where, where do we go? Yeah, if people just want to go to Amazon, um, they can pick it up there. That's probably the best way to go do it. And again, that's Get Back Up
0: by Rob Kate, spelled with a C, C-A-T-E. Yeah. Um, Rob, thank you so much for joining us today at Live On Purpose Radio. Uh, it's
1: been my pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
0: It's a lot of fun. Well, folks, you've heard it. Hopefully, like me, you felt inspired by this story of, of what you too can do with whatever it is that life deals you. This has been Rod Kate joining me today at Live On Purpose Radio, and now it's your turn to go live on purpose.